2: This is a locker room production. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know that I let you down. Is it too
0: late to say sorry now?
3: Welcome to the Sarula Football Locker Room Experience, as we've been calling it. Uh, we got Jamel Johnson in the house. We got D- Danny Solomon in the house. Uh, We're we going to just cover the latest and greatest. We invite everybody to join us, sing the fight song, come talk some shit. Uh, Jamel, what kind of shit's on your mind these days? Well, literally
1: just shit. I was so close to the buzzer, had to poop before the show, and mm-hmm. I made it.
0: So nice that's, feeling good. that's a good feeling, yeah.
1: Yeah, feeling fully untethered at the moment.
3: Do you is is it something where like you have your eyes on the clock? It's like a a two minute drill type situation. Like you're under fifty seconds. You you have no timeouts. The clock's running. You're yeah. running to to spike the ball.
1: But I'm cool and calm under. I'm like you know what I mean. I'm like Timothy
3: Brady. I see. I'm good. You've been there, done Wait. that. You, how many times have we been in the situation? Exactly. I know in the moment.
1: I, I know exactly what it looks like. I know exactly where, you know, the soap is. I'm good.
0: But, you know, if you never know. It can always come back to bite you. That one moment <laughs> where you, you know, you're, you think it's going to all come out in one. And then oh, you, yeah. you get out what you get out. And then you feel that there's more, but it's deeper.
1: Yeah, and there's nothing there's nothing that could be done about that, especially when you're in a uh, you know four minute into the game type drill.
0: Yeah, you got to just clip it off. You got to clip off what you can get out, and then just. start I'm glad.
1: It. I'm glad I. I'm glad I brought the doo-doo talk to the room. That's
3: why. That's why we love this game. It's the most high stakes game there is. One false step, season's over. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think a
0: lot of analogies to football can be made in, with Jamel's bowel movement. <laughs> it
3: sounds like Jamel is either uh, using his grinder right now or just has an empty roll of toilet paper that he's just shuffling back and forth. It's,
1: it's a grinder, I swear. Okay. I'm. I'm not – yeah. I thought about it. I was like, if I have to, I will start this
0: show <laughs> on the toilet. That's – that's something you didn't really have to worry about. The buzzer on is getting high before the show. Obviously, mm-hmm. has to be done, but feel you know we feel like <laughs> it's always been free, us and our listeners, to just kind of discuss openly how stoned we are talking mm-hmm. about football.
1: Maybe I should change. Should I change the name to that? I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna make the the title of the podcast Swiffle Sports Beat Off. And then I'm going to say our subject is we're getting high and we're talking football.
3: Josh, yeah. Gordon, Josh Gordon's rumored to be stopping by.
1: Man, have you guys seen any Arena League highlights? <laughs> is he playing right now? Yeah, him and Johnny Menzel are in some sort of like choose-your-own-adventure football league.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get to make up the rules as you go.
3: Yeah. I that did is, see a Johnny Manziel clip that was similar to the Cam Super Bowl moment where he fumbled, mm-hmm. and, but it was, it was way worse where he could have jumped on a loose ball, but he kind of just didn't give a shit and just let well, the other team pick it up.
0: It's so funny at this point in <laughs> so your career as Johnny Manziel that you're still trying to make a business decision.
3: <laughs> like, like, yeah. You know what?
0: Tear your fucking ACL. Who gives a shit? At least you're back in the news for a day.
3: Um, Speaking of the news, I don't know what stories you want to hit, but I know one directly impacts both of you, and that's Alex Smith retiring. Mm. Um, I know Jamel is ecstatic because he doesn't want
0: to watch Alex Smith die on the field. Were you hoping for one last ride, Danny? I love watching Alex Smith play football. It's (laughs) so sweet and heartwarming, and you just know he's going to be played by, I guess, Dennis Quaid's kid at some point just his his harrowing story. I mean, he's you know, he he's just got like he's got that 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 heart, the Rudy thing going on. You root for him, you love him. He's never going to get you past the divisional round, but God love the man. He he's always in the playoffs. Uh he got you
3: past the divisional round on the Niners one time. Uh, I don't know, if because I was thinking about, you know, what's your lasting impression of Alex Smith? Like, what's the one moment you're always going to remember about him? And mine is, there's a divisional game against the Saints. I can't remember what, what season it was, maybe 2012, 2011. And it's third and long. They're, like, on the 30. They're at home. The Saints are up. There's, like, two minutes left in the game. And Alex Smith runs for, like, a 30-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. And, it, I, and I remember that moment. I was like, holy shit, he did it. Alex Smith, like, won a huge game.
1: Dude, he's a winner, man. And he' worth it. That's what I say when I think of Alex Smith. Worth the pick, worth the trouble. I
0: wonder how often
1: he thinks about uh, Cap, though. How
0: yeah. Cap just took his job and then immediately yeah, threw America was... in the garbage? <laughs> yeah, Cap did that. <laughs> I mean, sure, I I think Alex probably felt like his whole career was just younger guys coming up and just being better than him without even trying. And he tries so damn hard. But, I mean, he was a number one overall pick. Like, he had his moment. You know, he made his money. And then he's going to be in the Kansas City Chiefs Ring of Honor. I think that's a certainty because he brought us back to respectability. Him, Andy Reid, made it possible for Patrick Mahomes. And that's, I mean, that's the gift that that a city waits a lifetime for. So, Alex, being part of it, get yourself up there, man. You were, you did, you earned something.
1: I mean, dude, he deserves Ring of Honor's at our stadium for even winning a game,
0: for even winning a game for us. Why are you so against the true notion that your defense is good and that you guys are playing? a lot of games against a lot of tough teams really close and you just need a quarterback.
1: I it's it's not that I'm against it, I'm just over it. I'm over watching a team with one key ingredient missing every damn year.
0: That's true.
3: Okay, well, like I asked guys, what's what's your one lasting impression of Alex Smith? Do you have a play? Do you have a moment? Do you have a season? Uh, what what stands out to
1: you? Uh, Alex Smith uh, versus A-Rod in college. Utah versus Cal. Whoa. And I believe Alex Smith wins that game and it goes down to the wire. They're just, it's a legitimate shootout and they're both balling.
0: I mean, if Thank- you're asking me or if we're, I mean, because, you know, I don't even. I think of. I think of the man as a pro. I don't think I ever watched a single game of that guy in college, but uh, he's got one touchdown run that I'll always remember. I, I think it was the first week of the 2016 season, and it's Alex against the Chargers at home. They're kicking the shit out of us. I remember I was in New York at the time. I was visiting, and I was with a bunch of friends watching, and I just got super depressed, basically ruined the entire – because it felt like maybe we were on the way up. Anyway, losing week one of the Chargers wasn't going to happen. Alex Smith comes back all the way back from – I think it was like 25 points down, wins it in overtime with an option run where he sacrifices his body to dive into the end zone, as he so often does. And then there's a there's like a meme of him screaming after the game, like you fucking like that or whatever. You know, not not something so lame as what Kirk Cousins would say, but something like that. And you can see how red he gets. And these neck veins are pulsing out of his neck because he's so fucking amped to have won this game. And uh, that is the image, literal image that I'll always remember of Alex Smith.
3: I love it. And I got. Uh, one more just to throw in, and it's from this past season, his last season, uh, when Aaron Donald jumped on his back. I think the NFL uh, community of fans all collectively held their breath. Yeah, yeah, terrified.
1: I, yeah, I well, I remember watching that, and yeah, immediately feeling like, all right, I'm I'm cursed. I'm doomed. I I thought I was gonna watch him die. That's when I thought that was a real possibility, and then
3: Aaron Donald as we've now found out, also capable of real life violence.
1: Uh, acquitted. Yeah. Only as a provoked man. Uh, and we
0: were talking about this. We had a conversation about this uh, on Gmail earlier, but basically like, I think it should be okay to beat another dude's ass. Some of the stuff that these guys, like some of the horrible human beings that make their way into the league and do a couple of fucked up things, I mean, you know, you're Richie Incognito's, you're De- Deshaun Watson's, obviously. <laughs> uh, you know, these just fucked up like crazy guys. They're doing crazy shit. Meanwhile, there's some guys kicking ass in, in the league, model citizens. An asshole comes up and starts bothering them because these guys get bothered all the damn time. He doesn't want to deal with it. Guy gets a little mouthy and you sock him in the face. I don't even think you should get suspended.
3: I agree, actually. Uh, it, Aaron Donald's like a pretty well-documented, like good person and nice dude. So, and then we see the video and he's clearly provoked. So it's like, this is, it's a nothing story. I wanted to just bring it in uh, because it happened this week and we were talking about him jumping on Alex Smith's back. But uh, yeah, I'm with you all the
0: way on there, Danny. Punch whoever you want. Smoke as much weed as you want. Invest in as much Dogecoin as you want. I mean, the, all the weird shit. That for some of the shit that these guys get up to, like, they should be able to do this this basically cool for white people type shit.
1: If you hit a straight man, yeah, that immediately vaults you up in the all NFL standings.
3: Yeah, you know, well, you were saying there, Danny, of um, do whatever you want and just... Kind of be a piece of shit. I I knew it was over for uh, Todd Gurley. I saw him at Runyon Canyon once wearing Herbalife hat, which is uh, <laughs> you know a documented pyramid scheme. This is right before he got traded to the Falcons, and I was like, I don't like where this is going for you, bro.
1: But we—I always thought it was a weed thing. I know. Uh, I know it's a pyramid scheme it? now. I know it's a pyramid scheme now. But when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is hard. It's like it's weed. I like herbs for life.
3: <laughs> I could be confusing it with another one, but it was No, it, was no, it is. Clearly. It's, it's, it's the sure up here.
1: No, it is. You right. Okay. They made a documentary about it. Hey Randy, can you hear us?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, can you hear me?
1: Yes. Um, hey, look guys, it's my friend Randy. Mr.
4: Yeah, Cyphax.
3: Welcome. Yo, what up,
4: dad? Joe Bob's Briggs. You're, you're you're in the way, for sure.
3: Oh, hey Dude, man, I'm sucks. a
4: problem. You know this. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh oh, Yeah. I'm uh I'm actually walking uh, around in Manhattan right now, um, so uh, if if it's if, if I'm too loud or distracting, just let me know, and I'll slide off.
1: But if you, yeah, if somebody's, like, cursing somebody out, I'll ask you to hold the mic out to them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, um, but you know what? Yeah, I'm glad you're here. What's going on? Nothing. I wanted to holler. Yeah. This was something we talked about last week, but I know you wanted to talk about it some more, yeah. so I'm glad I remembered to invite you. Julian Edelman Hall of Fame. Yeah. Me and Randy Syfax both say yes. Randy <laughs> states your peace.
4: Absolutely. What do you guys have?
3: I'm an absolutely not over here from Hardigan.
0: I'll be. I'll wait to be convinced.
4: You you guys say no. Currently, no. currently it's a currently. huge no.
3: Oh okay, huge no. Damn. My, um, uh, my question is know, if, I, I if Julian. If Edelman's in, then Dion Branch has to be in, who did everything Edelman did. Uh, and Troy Brown,
1: yeah. which, like I said, I'm fine with.
3: Okay, fine. Then but, I guess it just doesn't matter who we put in this thing. You just put anybody who had a few good seasons in there.
4: Yeah. Oh, but isn't, isn't Edelman, like, um, like uh, top three all-time in uh, postseason uh, catches and, like, yards and, like, touchdowns?
3: Once again, thank you. Um, I don't believe any of like, that is accurate, I think, but I will look it up right now.
4: I think his postseason um, records, are like his postseason stats, are, are what I would throw him in for.
0: But shouldn't you be good but all again, the time? Probably. I mean, isn't it the whole, like, I mean... you're good when it's you're a clutch. That's one of your traits, and that's a huge yeah. one. That's big when you got Tom Brady and he's putting you in the playoffs all the time. But you're not the reason your right. team is good. You're not the reason you're there because you've been fucking up all season. Um, And he's Jewish. I want to like him. Here we go.
3: Okay. Uh, Randy (laughs) is right about this one. He's second all-time playoff receiving yards uh, behind Jerry Rice. Dog, I feel like that's
4: enough, right? Yeah, if you
2: turn up
1: once again, that's what I said. If If your best games are all in the playoffs, yes, you're always in the playoffs because of Tom Brady. But now that you're here, all you do is catch everything. It's like, come on.
4: Yeah, and I also am a big Edelman guy because Welker used to just blow me so often, and Welker should be in the Hall of Fame too, but because of his regular season stats, not because of his postseason stats.
1: It should be Tom Brady and all of his receivers. Also everything up and all everything up until
4: Holmes with the high top fade from two seasons ago. But I, I don't, don't think uh, I don't think Branch is in there with his postseason stats?
3: Well, he doesn't obviously have the yards that Edelman does, but he has the MVP, which Edelman does have. He has the MVP.
4: And he has dominant
3: postseason stretches as the number one guy on those teams. He he does? Yeah, I mean, not as dominant as Edelman, but he's Every
1: Super Bowl MVP should be in the Hall of Fame.
3: But uh, Deion Branch's career statistics are better than Julian's overall.
0: Yeah. And let's not turn the okay. Hall of Fame into a whorehouse for just anybody to waltz in there <laughs> if they have a couple of good games. Well, the, I mean, this the, is supposed yeah. to be the greatest. These people are supposed to be the greatest of all time.
1: But if you had the greatest day on the greatest in the greatest game, that's remarkable. We every Super Bowl is an event. There's only been fifty of them shits. There's but, been ten thousand football games.
0: But think about how many great players, or even just good players, who aren't in the Hall of Fame aren't in there because they don't get to be in the postseason and have kick-ass postseason stats. You don't know how good some of these guys could have been. You don't uh, know what kind on, of stats man. they could have put up. And then yeah, they could have yeah. pushed Welker down. Yeah, Henry Ellard, better than every white guy you've named. Yeah.
3: He will never sniff yeah, a Hall Allard of Fame. Yeah, Ellard was a beast. Well, not? I think this you all comes me. back to the main thing that I think we should talk to Randy about because this show has existed for a little bit, two years plus and we have Uh only ever shit on tom brady over and over again i know randy syphax appreciates Brady, so (laughs) and i know that i think part of the trickle down effect of that is you know hyping up some of these receivers but dude okay talk to us about tom brady and why we're wrong about this guy you just don't give it to him huh I mean, I give it to him. He's the, has the greatest career of any football player who's ever played. I'll give him that.
0: We don't have to like well, him. I
4: guess you're a Philly guy, so you don't like him for that reason, right? Well, I don't like anybody for all the reasons. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I mean, you, you want me to? Well, I'm, I'm not. I, I, what did you ask me to do? I'm sorry. Are you asking me to sell well, you Tom Brady?
3: <laughs> no, I want, I want you to sell me on the intangibles of Tom Brady because we all know the accolades. We know the stats. We know the resume. Yeah. I want you to but tell us walk why, why, we should, people. why we should like the guy.
4: Oh, um, I mean, he's everything that, you know, we're told we're supposed to get up for. It. The, the things that, like, I'm surprised you don't like him for are the things that I don't – like, the fact that he was overlooked is not why – you know, you should like him. But, I mean, 199 works his ass off, you know, fourth string quarterback, the whole nine. You know, the Brady Six documentary explains that enough. Um, you know, good father, good son. I don't know. I love his Jordan mentality. I love how angry he gets. He fires me up. He's inspiring. You know what I mean?
0: Does he make out with his father, too? Is it like uh, a triple kiss? I just that kiss once. that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah going. Absolutely. All that stuff doesn't really faze me. Um, but wh- I- I'd be better at, um, you know, a cross-examination. You, you lay out your, your – prose- uh, what is the word? Prosecutorial or whatever? Yeah. Do- what would the prosecution say of the reason you don't like him? And then uh, let-, let me defend.
3: Okay. Before we do that, I have one more for you because I know you're a LeBron guy too. Uh, yeah. Do you point. see Mahomes as the LeBron to Brady's MJ? Is this a possibility that he can surpass this guy?
4: I got the Mahomes as the, and it's weird how much he looks like him, but just I got him as Steph. Just kind of, you know, um, I can see that immediate success, you know, parent in the NFL. Like, like, LeBron and Brady grew up completely different than Steph and Mahomes. I mean, Steph and Mahomes have been rich their whole life. They're, yeah, they're pro athletes
3: kids. Yeah.
4: Yeah. they, They have someone in their, uh, Circle that's like literally been through it all you know and um that's got
0: to be you know it can't be a bad thing but he does it the right way you know he just said he announced on twitter he got vaccinated i feel like he's you know he was on the right side of i mean the 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 nfl george floyd shit that they were trying to you know make every trying to water down everything he was on it He's yeah, a good guy. Yeah,
4: can be a little scary sometimes with um, the baseball background, honestly. But I, I, was, I was happy for him, the way he, he saw us through over the summer of George uh, And he's from Texas. Floyd.
0: You know, yeah. same thing with Texas baseball. Like, this could have gone either is, way. Oh, my he, God. It could have. Yeah, for sure. He, he did. And I have to be truthful, because that's what this podcast is all about. Uh, he did say vaccines are a personal choice. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that, that's where it creeps out. You know, you can't you can take the boy out of Texas. But, you know, but he's you know, leading by example. He doesn't want to he's yeah. not trying to fight. He's trying to show you this is what I'm doing and I'm cool. So you should do it.
4: Yeah. No, I love Mahomes. Uh, Mah- Mahomes is legitimately the first person ever in Tom Brady's career that I've uh, I felt a little bit of a uh, human, you know, Xerxes almost chill down the spine where I'm like, damn, <laughs> he might be better than Brady. But uh, he's gotten punked twice on on the biggest of stages. The the championship game and then the, the Super Bowl. I mean, he, both games, he should have beat Brady.
0: He didn't yeah. have Edelman, you know? You gotta have that that's Edelman right. figure See? on your team. That's right.
4: But then he <laughs> did you know, I mean, seriously, like, that's one of the greatest games ever, too, that game that um, I think the game is like 13-10 with, like, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then they Mm -hmm. both score, like, two touchdowns each. It's fucking incredible. That was unreal.
0: There's a Mahomes throw. I think it was to get them in field goal range for overtime to Spencer Ware that was, like, it was, like, a Madden glitch where you don't see the ball for a second, and then you try to replay and you still don't see it. It's just, like, there's no way to see how it got there. It just did. He is so fucking awesome. Um,
4: and a few of them, like when Lamar is locked in, it's like, damn, I don't know how much better it can get than the way he makes it look right now. They just have had trouble, uh, closing the deal. But I think even the critique around Lamar's like playoff woes is fucking ridiculous. The dude's been in the league like three years. I hate that shit when they're like, you know, he can't get, the, he can't, it's like, dude, let him do his thing. You know, the guy's, the guy's been in the league for three years. God damn. Now, now Mahomes <laughs> losing to Brady twice, that's just tough. Because that's just, you know, it's, he's 0-2 it's now. You know? what, what are you going to do?
3: It's especially yeah. tough because probably not going to get another chance in, in the big game.
4: How many more chances can you get?
3: Exactly. And now he's in a different conference, which was smart. So well,
4: it's he, he does. A talking
3: point, it's a talking Mahomes, point that the Brady people will have forever. They're, mm. You're not really going to be able to get past that one. Unless Mahomes just laps the guy on Super Bowl victories.
0: He is going to every Super Bowl. So
3: <laughs> he's gotten
4: now. It does feel like that. No, seriously. It, like, why would he lose is a good question. Yeah. Unless, like, what's happening with Deshaun? Are, is, he, is he the Louis C.K. of the NFL? Is he going to be allowed back in or something? Has it, I, I don't even know what happened. Like, he got, like, 20 allegations. But I, I literally am very ignorant. I, I haven't been paying attention. What were the
3: allegations? <laughs> um, they, they, the, the rain there's a lot of range with these allegations there is uh oh no you're gonna love this just, that's the thing dude was just acting like a weirdo and then there's straight up yeah. like he sexually assaulted me so it there's some range. oh okay okay Randy, but uh, he used I mean,
1: to get Deshaun he got massages Moore. oh i'm sorry what's that i was on a delay he got he got massages and then he would just come in the air when he was getting rubbed down. He well,
0: humped the air. Not, low. Not, a, not, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. not a happy ending. Okay? Not an official That's of the That's like books. a, a Mahdi superpower.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <shit. laughs> I can just hear Mahdi saying, do you know what I did at the end? It was unexpected. <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's like, just getting it
0: going. Hey, um, one man's superpower I mean, is
4: another on man's on down, the
3: downfall. There you go.
4: That's right. You say ready, but who really is who, who's knocking off Mahomes?
3: Uh, Jay nobody Lincoln. we can see as you know? of yet. You know, we have a new guy entering the AFC this season, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. who, uh, who, but now he's he's yeah. kind of putting out these Andrew Luck ask statements. He's like, I don't really need football. My life's pretty sweet without it. If I didn't play yeah, another hate, game, man. I'd be happy. It's oh, like, oh, that's horrible,
0: dude. You can't be saying this shit. Like, Dude, didn't like, he want he
1: won like two national championships,
0: man. He's a I fucking agree. gen he's a he's a Gen Z kid. I mean, like isn't that what he is? Gen Z. They're going to start not giving as much of a fuck about the things that we give a shit about. They just yeah. He's a he's a kid. He can say whatever. He can say he's fucking bi and it might actually work. Like Yeah. Yeah, I think that's tight. The, the old NFL's over. You cannot give a fuck about the NFL and still run an amazing offense. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know
4: one thing that I lo- that I love about Brady that I don't even know is going to even exist with the way culture is going, but LeBron and Brady both possess this and like this new like Zion culture where everyone just wants to see the kid do well. Like I hate that shit. Like no one's going to be getting in Mahomes' face the way Suggs used to try and like send a point home. You know what I mean? Like, Brady used to have the Ravens and Steelers coming for him. And I don't really see anyone really trying to kick Mahomes' ass.
0: That does remind me, though, you did ask earlier what was our case against Tom Brady. And I just remember it's that he's a Nazi. Oh, He loves Donald Trump, and he's a Nazi. He's a white supremacist. And that's tough. That's tough. I mean, Mahomes is, you know, he's throwing touchdowns, and he's not a Nazi. It just seems like a better, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, but to, I
4: remember vividly that there was way, there was a lot of hate for Brady before 2016.
3: I was going to say that. I mean, in 2012,
4: too. people were saying dude was over the hill. In 2013, <laughs> he didn't get ranked in the top 10. So, so you might as
0: well you become you Cubs? might as well vote I mean, for Trump. On. He had a, yeah. Yeah, one season where I, he he broke his leg and yeah. people didn't like him for a couple of years and then he was he went the way Didn't that all, the all choose... the unlikable people go, he went alt right.
1: Didn't y'all oh, break man. his leg? Wasn't it y'all?
0: It was Kansas City. Yeah, it yeah. was. Dirty it was Bernard Pollard. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. My with
1: beef, I,
4: my. I, I, I hate uh, dirty plays, probably more than Nazis.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> main my main beef with them was um, just that they beat the Rams. I love that. Yeah. I had just saw the greatest show on Turf and they were looking at back to back and i this was a dynasty i i was into Tori holt was pretty funny
4: dog but i was so triggered by the born again shit with kurt i was done with the yeah. No, I hated it oh, his, yeah no kurt and
1: and his wife is his wife. not hot yeah. his
4: wife looks
1: like his mom she and is. that's a that's an issue i mean you know <laughs> she's she went through like some like stuff
4: that's right. No, I mean start the bus for sure. Listen, I love that Rams team too. Like Falk, I I think Marshall Falk is is really one of the best uh, one of the best football players. Like in terms of revolutionized the the position. I know I'm not really um, inventing the wheel there, but like I, I I fall in that lane where Falk kind of like paved the way for how like it could be done. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. Um, and then I do think that like the Patriots with that like Welker. And then Edelman filled the role eventually. But, like, man, they really changed the game, too, with those. Like, I know the West Coast offense was always there, but there was just something different with the way that 2017, was it, was running their shit um, with Welker and Moss. Yeah. It just, man. But, no, keep going. What So, aside, before the Nazi thing, what was your beef with Brady?
0: I mean, I, I think it's just that he's not fun, I, he's oh, like, okay. oh, eat your greens. And, you know, I, <laughs> I sorry, I don't I don't That's like sugar, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. I, I, it's, it's like I, Tom I, Cruise. No. Do you like Tom okay. Cruise? You know, love Cruise. Not yeah, re- I he's love a good Cruise. actor. He does his job. Yeah. He gets he gets on those fucking stealth bombers and shit for real. And it seems yeah. cool. But then he makes it seem lame. Really? Damn, I love Cruz, so I just might not be mm-hmm. the audience here. But uh um... or Tom Brady <laughs> Brady it's a it's a type of person that you can either yeah. like or not like. You know, you're just kinda wired to like it. Yeah, no, I, I do believe that I am wired to I, I empathize
4: with the polarizing figures. I mean I have a ponytail. I know what it's like to walk into a room and divide it. You know what I mean? It, oh okay, yeah, sure. It's a tough it's a tough thing to, to sell people on. So I was a Kobe guy way before it became so. E- now everyone's a like, oh he was he was a good dad. That's not why I liked him. I liked him when he was fuck the Lakers, trade me, fuck right. everyone, get rid of this dude. Andrew Bynum sucks. Like that's those are some of my favorite memories of Kobe. Um, <laughs> but he was a very unlikable guy too, and apparently a rapist. So you know yada yada yada. I definitely okay. Here's the question.
3: Yeah. I like that you brought this up, Randy. Okay, if. Yeah. Tom Brady were to tragically perish today, do you think the narrative on him changes and he's a beloved for sure. figure? Oh yeah, in all for sure. Of
4: and then I yeah. would be hurling. I would be sticking my finger so far down my throat. I would just be hurling everywhere. I hate like a Family Guy skit. I hate that shit. It drives me nuts. Yeah. It's just like it, the the Kobe stuff is so triggering because I'm just like I, I look at it and I'm like, you got, yeah, he was in the league for twenty years. For 18 of them, he was the most hated athlete in the world. And now it's like Mamba mentality. It's like, dude, he would have hated you. Are you kidding me? He had no friends. That was the problem. He, he was not He was not an easy guy. He was a prickly guy, just like Jordan.
3: <laughs> I mean, just you like know? Brady. It seems like he's had tough times getting along with people. I know he has his Edelman's and his Gronk's and apparently right. Antonio Brown's who uh, right. live in his <laughs> guest house. But here here's definitely the difference between football and basketball
4: is you can be a prickly like person that have a persona, like, you know, that's, you know, it's just one on, it's just one against five in football. There's so many contingencies and there's so many things that like, you know, like I've seen Brady with a bad defense. It isn't the same. You know what I mean? Like the bucks had killer offensive weapons, but you can't understate how fucking awesome that defense was too. Oh yeah. And every time he has a good D, then he's, pretty much unbeatable. But when he has a high-powered offense and a shitty D,
3: I've been on the wrong side of that and just been like, fuck, they're putting it to us. Sucks. Okay, here's one of my uh, knocks on the Brady love, too. To, I mean, yeah. when, when you're paired with the greatest coach of all time, and I know that's okay. not
4: and he he absolutely absolutely not, taken yeah, away no from
3: problem. from what he can do, and I know yeah. we just saw him win with the Bucks, which kind of yeah. takes away from a lot of those arguments. Which is yeah. also why I think uh, the Pats are kind of a, uh, like a sneaky favorite for this next season. Cause it's oh, like yeah, they're going to be The back. Belichick, oh, sure. like, revenge tour. Like, oh, you got yours? Yeah. Look what I can Yeah. Do. Yeah, and, and don't be so, – because a lot of people wrote
4: Kobe off when Shaq won real quick without him. And they right. had no idea that, that he was going to be – now, granted, the Paul Giselle trade was huge. Sorry about the sirens. Hey,
3: and... it's all right. It's just a hot – your, your take is so hot <laughs> that they're coming Yeah, to that's you.
4: right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, no, but uh, I totally agree. It, the, the story is not over yet, but it's definitely reading. You know, the book's reading Brady's way right now. But I, I isn't, aren't the Patriots? Haven't they spent the most money on the off season that they have since Belichick's been there? Yes. Yeah, dude. I and I, Belichick never acted the way he acted this past year. He was on Monday morning fucking podcast doing shit like you know over explaining himself, saying that. There was never, you know, high expectations for this team, and it's like, oh,
3: look at you showing up in in subway commercials.
4: Yeah, covering his tracks and making sure everybody knows that this, this, you know, it's just like, okay, Brady brings that out of a lot of people, and now he's bringing it out of Bill. I'm excited though for for the year. Yeah, you do need a good coach. You need a good coach for sure. Well, you need a lot. I mean, the Super Bowl is easily the hardest thing to win, which is why Brady's dominance is so. Fucking bizarre! Like I, I can't believe he just went to Tampa Bay, out of all places, a shitty organization like Tampa Bay, and then just did it. No,
1: nah, he Ran knew he's a game, he,
4: super team. He had him. He knew he was going to get his guys,
1: and yeah. you know he fuck he probably he probably wishes Bruce Arians was his dad. <laughs> Talk, in, you know, instead of fucking Belichick. Though.
4: The Saints had their number when they beat the Saints. All bets were off. I was like, God damn, they took care of them. Because the Saints were kicking their heads in. Didn't they beat them like 41-3 to
0: on Monday Night Football?
3: Yeah, they did. It was the worst loss of was, the it, season. It was early, so, yeah,
0: dude. I mean, the Chiefs swamped their asses, too. And yeah. I, you know, well, I would... It was
4: I was 7-24 that first time.
0: Remember well, we, we took our foot off the gas. But, yeah, uh, you know, it yeah. seems like a little bit of it, too. And not to say mm-hmm. that because Brady is there. He's doing all these things in the moment. Like, you... You know, you can't just be any quarterback and win these games. That's, right. I mean, for sure. You're right. But he is the recipient of some good luck here or there. For sure. He has to point, be. Cool. Start there. Talk to I mean, me. <laughs> our team was very ill-equipped to face the best, like, Tampa Bay playing at its best. So maybe up there with some of the best defenses that have been in Super Bowls. You know, and yeah, we had to start a, two yeah. new guys. So, you know, and then there was a yeah. be- shitty interception call. We had some refing that I'll say was questionable. Anybody Absolutely. who's played Tom Brady has a laundry list of these very similar arguments. So there is that, yep. but also but God also smiling another... on you means you're doing something right. I yeah. guess.
4: And there's there's also though the fucking Tyree catch and the third and 18 55 yard Mario Manningham yep. reception. Like, and there's things where you're just like, I mean, the fact that they were in a position to almost lose that Seahawks Super Bowl is dog shit because Baldwin caught like a shoestring, like one in a million. Remember that 54 yard reception yep. he had? I mean, when he did that, I, I remember they sh- closed up on Brady and he just smiled oh. and he said, here we go. And I was with them. I was like, how come this happens every time? I thought Bilichek was known for his D. What's going on? So, I mean, there is always that uh, the outliers, not to you know, sound like Gladwell over here, but, like, you know, that, that does kind of swing both ways. And then Tyree went on to the campaign against gay people, remember? with the double wins or not unbelievable.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. God damn. Uh, <laughs> and
0: that's... Is-
2: Oh, oh
1: wait! You, wait, you finish? No, go ahead. You got to. It seems like
0: you were about to dunk that, Danny. I was. I was just going to say that, and you know, it's totally cool to be that kind of guy, but you can't fucking punch an asshole in the face if you're Aaron Donald. Just you know, <laughs> we, we, our rules are crazy. What did you say? I'm sorry. There was a school bus right next. What did you say? You can't punch <laughs> who We just we we had this Ooh. argument about pu- how you can't punch anybody in the NFL, but you can do a lot of other fucked up shit. It seems like oh, you should be able sure. to punch at least a man.
4: Oh, for sure. A, an adult yeah, man,
0: do. you can punch. Bring back yeah, the punching men.
4: Standard
3: in that league is the worst. They're the worst league for the double standard, for sure. So here's my, uh, my, I think last Brady question for you, Randy. Please. Um, yeah. And I think part of the thing that we're look, most of the, nationally brady's very unpopular and i think part of the reason is this rich get richer kind of narrative yeah where don't you have enough haven't you oh, done yeah. it enough times? Oh, for sure my question yeah. to you is we saw that in the 90s with michael jordan and around yeah. that fifth and sixth title i think nationally everyone wanted that to happen they were rooting for the guy and it's just like we want him to pile up these titles why do yeah. you think that with tom brady it's the exact opposite where people are like get the fuck out of the time it's it's time for new people
4: to win now right but i definitely think that's a little bit because of the uh the underexposure of the culture in the 90s i mean like legitimately we just didn't have access to the bulls so they had more of a beatles vibe um and then now we're just we just i mean we've seen the guy kiss his son on the lips i mean we know so much that you know we know so many things. We didn't even know if Jordan hugged his kids. You know, we didn't know if he even <laughs> lived with his family. We, I, you know, I assumed he lived at the plaza, wherever, wherever you know, city he was in. It's, it's well, like,
1: based on I thought it was his family in Space Jam. So, <laughs>
4: right, dude, that you know, exactly though. Like yeah. he, he, the great lie is Michael Jordan's brand. But listen, I, I'm not here to pick apart Michael Jordan's brand either. I mean, I I understand his. <laughs> want and need for privacy. That's how Tiger Woods is. And Woods struggles for that right now.
0: Can I just say, that is all-time weird that Michael Jordan didn't use his real family in Space Jam. Just bring your family (laughs) out for a day. They can't do one line of exposition.
1: They got these kids acting with CGI cartoons, and it's real dogs. Like, (laughs) you know, you need some vets, man. I I think it had had something to do (laughs) with...
3: with what brandy's saying with privacy his dad had just been murdered it's like what well, i'm now i'm just gonna yeah. put my family on blast i can't do that yeah yeah it
0: was ask a, a them good. though you know
3: <laughs> see if they, <laughs> yeah. they want to ask
1: we don't even. we don't even know if the ask went out
3: <laughs> right
4: and like marcus and um what's the other one uh i forget the other like name. they also they just shrug like they're they're not Bronny, they're not Charlie Woods, you know, they are they're not they're just not the next generation of athletes. It was always clear that they weren't going to be good, you know. Even if they went D1 college ball, they're that's not even close to like good when you're Michael Jordan's son. Yeah,
3: so, you think with Brady we know too much. We've seen the flaws, we've seen Deflategate, we know his politics. Right. We've seen yeah. him and and
4: yeah. Best make be, be, make absolutely no doubt about it. Kobe, Jordan, they all would have depleted the balls to to their liking.
0: I 100%. mean, that, that's just
4: how that's how they are. I mean, cuz they're and, sociopaths. You know, and Andrew Luck admitted that two of his balls were also underweight, you know? And he, and you know, I like that Luck was first in line big, it had nothing to do with the footballs. Oh, that it game wasn't.
3: was a blowout. That wasn't even the had game nothing was, to yeah. do with nothing.
4: Yeah, um and that meme where they dice and Brady's holding up his rings and then there's a reason for why every ring is bullshit. Nothing triggers me more than that type of shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Upset me so much. I'm, I'm such a fish for all of that. Yeah. And they do that with LeBron, the fake championship last year. I'm just like, oh, I hate, I hate the Internet. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, do, do you guys think that uh, there was any illegitimacy about Brady's Super Bowl this past year? I... Not,
3: not no, not illegitimate, but there's definitely, like, the caveat of this was the strangest NFL season in, in a long time since maybe, for like, sure. the replacement, like, strike fucking season. Yeah. Like, there was, you know, yeah. guys were opting out, and you're playing in stadiums with no fans, and you right. got to kind of yeah. say that the veteran teams had advantages, and that Bucks team was just full of veterans who were accomplished and know what they're doing. Yeah. Except for, you know, yeah. some of the lungs the young players on the defense but um yeah yeah man i mean yeah. no i i don't take anything away from it no he had to yeah. beat mahomes in his prime yeah dude and and i look, the scary thing is
4: is mahomes i mean that that's a good contract i think mahomes at the end of the contract deserves another contract like that i mean like if anything brady and lebron oh, okay. are showing that they can go for forever i mean when like what is rogers 36
3: Let's see. He's close he's to that? thirty-seven, he's, I believe.
4: Oh,
1: he's not a—he's not a day over twenty-eight. Shut it up! Oh uh, hey, yeah, like uh, he's ready to go. On. He is thirty-seven. We got a dude in here. Hey, what's up, dude? It's this is
3: guy David.
2: Hey, good to hear you. What's going on, uh, David? Hey,
3: we're talking uh, Tom Brady legacy. Are you pro or are you anti uh, Tom Brady? I'm anti Tom Brady. Please nice. join us. <laughs>
2: You know oh, some of the damn. intangibles well, you're, of you're like, for that. No, the like re- I, 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 yeah. I'm an eagle. F- I'm an eagle fan. I like revile Tom Brady and everything he represents, but he damn. is undoubtedly the greatest of all time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone who hates him says
2: the same shit. He it's is the true. best. It's true. Like you know, you can't argue with it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Does,
4: can I ask, does the jawline add to how much you hate him at all? Yes,
1: 100%. Yeah, okay,
4: okay, okay. The, That's nice. That's
1: the nice. the U- Ugg <laughs> U- boots check. Hate Dog, it. the Ugg boots are money.
4: Are you kidding me? I mean, hate. You know how many times he was called gay for those? I fuck with that so hard. I know exactly what he means.
0: Oh. Yeah, so in order to <laughs> compensate for being called gay, he fucks the. World number one ranked beautiful woman. <laughs> that's right, baby. If right. um, he it, takes awesome. everything personally, yeah, dude, and so does
4: almost everyone I love. All <laughs> they're the greats—they're all such sensitive little bitch babies, and that's the way I like my men. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like—I mean, Serena's the same way, well, You, you yeah. can't get—you can't get like an eyelash buyer, or else she's gonna, you know, absolutely let you hear about it. I don't know. That is a small way to live, but in competition, I believe it's the right way to go. I think in life you should be big, but in in competition, <laughs> it's okay to be small. Uh, shit, Literally I, small. I, I, I mean, what I kind know? of small. The, the, the yeah, physical to, like ball. Play the
2: game. Like he, he can play the game, but everything he does outside of a football stadium is just reprehensible. Okay. Hey, when did you hey, realize guys, you? I, Oh, you better. I to
4: gotta dip? go. I hate to interrupt, but I got But it was great talking with you. I hope to do it again. All hey, thanks we're for on,
1: Randy. We're, gonna,
0: we're gonna be shitting sure. on Brady, though. No, I yeah, yeah. All right, it's buddy. once Take a month.
2: Care. All right, dude. All right, peace. Like you <laughs> know, people are always saying, like, "Oh, all these teams passed on Brady for so many rounds," and all I have to say to myself is. I wish the Eagles had drafted him because he would have been booed out of town in his like first season. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, it. <laughs> you know? And then he would have gotten picked up by New England and he would have won 10 Super Bowls. Like fine. But at least he would have <laughs> the privilege of being able to say we ran him out of town like he deserved to be.
3: I love this. I love this, David. I would have loved for that scenario to happen. If I had a time machine. No, I wouldn't go back and make the world better. I would draft Tom Brady and boo him relentlessly.
0: So by that logic, though, if New England had drafted McNabb, would he have nine rings? (laughs) Uh, Probably one or two.
2: Yeah, probably not.
1: Now, hold on now. Now now I want to play some sort of demon's uh, advocate's Tom Brady, is he enough to corral T.O. Does he get T.O. to calm down? They've tried it with everybody. Hell no. They brought in Ocho Cinco. They brought in. AZ. I'm just talking about. Hell. I'm talking about a world when they meet at that time. Like he, instead of you guys drafting McNabb at all, somehow you end up with you have Brady. He's got, all got the to lasso. The world.
0: He's got the lasso on Antonio Brown right now. Apparently, got him living in his house. Can you still? imagine No, can maybe you not imagine
2: T.O. being on the same team with Brady when Brady is sitting here like, you know, yucking it up with Donald Trump. T.O. <laughs> wouldn't have stood for it. T.O. would have let him have it with both barrels. That, you know <laughs> what? That is how I will say
0: Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. If he is the quarterback of a team of just nothing but activists. He's got like Richard Sherman in the secondary. <laughs> You see all of the fucking like Juju and uh, and and Michael Thomas.
2: Yep. Win with that shit. Michael Jenkins. Hey, yep. activists are great. You want activists on your sports team? Oh, of course. I it's think like, you need them. Yeah, that's a good them. thing. It's like you know, the, there isn't one. There isn't one leader on on a sports team. There are multiple leaders, and you have to have people who could like be a general and people could be a coach, and people could lead by example and people who could be like an emotional leader. But
3: uh, to answer Jamel's question of does Tom Brady kind of diffuse the T.O. thing, I don't know, because it was such a specific situation. McNabb was a bit of a scapegoat at the time. They'd lost three straight NFC championships, but it wasn't really his fault. And he was playing his best football in 2004 and T.O. came and, and played well. I you know, it was kind great. of a lot his fault. And then T.O. <laughs> immediately holds out and asks for more money after one season because, you know, he played on the broken ankle or whatever, which, you know, I understand where he's coming from, but he made a fucking huge spectacle. He totally took the shine off the team and splintered the locker room. There was the McNabb guys, there's the T.O. guys. And he did – it was his fault that he ruined the t- – I mean, McNabb was there before him and – I I don't know if T.O. has that sort of sway with a a Tom Brady. Because when when is he getting dropped into a Tom Brady team? Pre-Super Bowls or post-three Super Bowls?
2: I mean, my my read isn't that it was McNabb who mishandled T.O. It was that Andy Reid mishandled T.O. They had a –
3: him and uh, McNabb had a a strained relationship, I would say. No,
1: but I I get that, though, because – all right – you these two guys are splitting up the locker room, and you're the head coach, and you can't stop it. That's yep. kind of on the coach to figure out how to get the bo- both factions back on.
2: Yeah, a- Andy, Andy Reid. Well, Andy was, was dealing with a, a lot of time. Communicate dog. with T.O. Yeah, he kept kids T.O. to be yeah. behaving like an employee rather than like you know a superstar who has an opinion about how the game's played, and. You know, Andy Reid wasn't, like, having it, and he wasn't, like, doing it. And all of a sudden, you have McNabb, who's, like, you know, in tight with Andy Reid, trying to play middleman, which put a strained relationship on what was going on with T.O. But ultimately, in my opinion, that isn't McNabb's fault. That was the coach's fault.
3: Yeah. It sucks that uh, Andy Reid had to do all of his growing pains through the Eagles. We had to just suffer through every lesson he had to learn. And now he is just an immaculate coach.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's what worries me about his son this time around getting, you know, being in real trouble hitting a five-year-old girl, is that Andy's going to go back to those days where he starts being as effective of a coach. That's what I worry about in this whole thing. Yeah,
2: don't worry about that. Like, (laughs) what's going to happen is Andy Reid is is like a big student of – you know, the first time you have adversity, it's going, to sh- it's going to shake you. And then you have to, like, learn from it and grow. Honestly, unfortunately, by this point, he's not surprised by the bad behavior of his son. You know, and it breaks his heart, true. But it's not going to throw him off of his game and disrupt his life the way that it did the first time.
0: So you're saying he's so compartmentalized that he... <laughs> has completely shut down the part of him that cares <laughs> about this paralyzed five-year-old girl.
2: No. And, he has, and his son to boot, who's going to be in jail for 10 plus years. No, it's got, kind of, I would say it's kind of the opposite. He has like, like 150% empathy for the girl. I wouldn't be surprised if Andy Reed is setting up like, you know, scholarship funds and medical funds and everything else for this little girl. And basically, like, you know, putting his son on a on an ice blow and pushing him out to sea.
0: That would be but nice. I, and he would do it quietly, I think. That's the kind of guy he is. He wouldn't make a big deal out of it.
2: Yeah, like, I don't think he'd do it in order for, like, PR or anything. I, I, you know, it's like, Andy Reid's a good guy. Like, he's a good guy. And, his, and, like, his family, like, they're good people. And, you know, part of the problem with his son is you know, he kind of like grew up with all of this like privilege and didn't, and like it all went to his head and, you know, and went up his nose and did all sorts yeah. of like silly things.
3: Hey, that's what growing up in Philadelphia will do to you guys. Take this as a lesson.
2: <laughs> oh no, totally disagree. I'm proud to be raised my kid. In I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> like that is uh, funny though, to me that, that in Philly, his son was doing Coke and in KC, Kind of downgraded to just getting super drunk, which feels like sort of the regional discrepancy anyway. Like nobody was doing tons of coke in KC, but everybody was drunk driving. Yeah, just just like
2: get one thing straight: Andy Reid never lived in Philly. Where did That's he live when he true. was living there? He was in like New Jersey and like yeah. the suburbs. He should have
1: stayed in Philly, man. They would have kept him safe, man.
2: Yes, if he if he, like I don't understand what when, when like you know philadelphia signs players why there isn't more of a, of a push to get them to live in center city i mean connor like Barwin all the,
3: was trying to do that
2: yeah connor barwin lived in center city west ben simmons lives in center city and B, all of like the pillars of the community live in center city because it's a great place like you just walk outside and you feel the energy and you feel connected to it and everyone's yeah. you're, you're right
1: And you make eye contact with a
2: stranger, and you just know he'll kill for you. Well, yeah, well, no one makes (laughs) eye contact with Embiid unless they're standing on, like, a car.
0: Yeah, sure, (laughs) that's fair. And
2: meanwhile, fucking
0: Brady takes a golden jet from Dubai, where he lives at the top of the Burj Khalifa.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Such an asshole. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nowhere
1: near the community. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, hold on, wait. Harding, did, did you look at that shit I sent you on Instagram the other day? Some company is making hoodies that say Dubai football.
3: Yeah, I wasn't sure uh, if that was a soccer thing or what you were talking
1: no, about. No, but it has a football on it.
3: Yeah, you know. And I
2: it don't says know what the that words meant.
1: Dubai Football and it's like an yeah.
2: athletic department. It's a li- it's a little known fact that like, you know, a Dubai consortium owns part of the Buccaneers.
1: I mean, that's probably true, though. It's probably
3: Definitely. true. I okay, so I have, uh, true. I have one last thing I want to hit before before we get out here. Uh, did you see Marshawn Lynch sit down with Dr. Fauci and have a <laughs> vaccine discussion? It was a half-hour, one-on-one talk.
0: For real? No, yeah. but send it
3: to me. Send me that link. Uh, so yeah, Dr. Fauci uh, gets a nice greeting from Marshawn. Marshawn's completely comfortable just lounging back on a couch. You know, Fauci has to stick up his ass and is trying to be very professional. Um, sure. And honestly, it's great. I mean, Lynch is completely candid and just lets him know kind of he speaks as kind of like the, you know, just he's a he's speaking on behalf of, you know, minorities in the country and just saying, hey, here's why some people might not. Uh, be down with this, and Fauci does his best to try and like you know make him feel comfortable. And you know yeah, Marshall's like, not saying one way or another, like something's good or bad, but he's just kind of prodding him and asking him what the fuck this is. And I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's like
2: it's like tell me what's Mar- in this Mar- shit, cuz Marshawn's hey, <laughs> Mar- 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 right about the history, but it's like I'm it's not right about the present. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not. I'm not even. Like,
3: uh, please take the vaccine. You're not even exaggerating, Jamal. Yeah. That's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> is exactly what you just said. <laughs>
1: Tell me what's inside this shit, homie. Because
3: he's like, can I talk like I normally I talk? Know. And then he's like, he's like, sure, by all means, uh, please. And then <laughs> Marshawn's just like, you understand why we don't fuck with this, right? Like,
0: you get it. And then yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Do you yeah, think? Do you think Fauci won or lost? Like, did we lose people? Did we gain anyone? No. I think
3: it was a net. Positive. I think uh, okay. you come out of it. Marshawn's feeling
2: better about things, and anybody who watches it probably would too. Yeah, like a- anytime there's conversation, it's moving in the right direction. Totally. You know, yeah. it- it's just a shame that when the country was faced with crisis, that there wasn't like a unified message coming from the top.
0: Yeah, but you know, now we get to go outside and see how fat everybody is. So it's kind of Ooh. fun. It's like now that we're on the other side of it, it's fun. Yeah. We're not actually on the other side of it, but when we're there, yeah. Yeah. Then we can feel that way.
2: Yeah, it's really it's really like, you know, upsetting. Like my wife and I, you know, both got our, you know, second vaccination some time ago, but we have a 10-year-old son. And now you're hearing about all the stuff going on with kids like they get it, they survive it, they don't die from it. But all of a sudden, they're developing asthma when they didn't have asthma, or they're, mm-hmm. de- you know, suddenly they can't focus, you know, when they used to be an A student. Like there, there, there's something going on with like, you know, COVID and you know its long term effects on kids. <laughs> that, oh, I, they, oh, shit. and just people <laughs> yeah. in general.
3: I think, uh, yeah. I, you know, you yeah. watch the NBA and you see some of these guys who have gotten it, and there's dudes like. You know Jason Tatum, for example, who I'm not a fan of, but
2: yeah, he, uh, every time I watch
3: now. some Celtics, they're like, you know, the guy is still catching his breath, and yeah, he's, not, he's months removed, and yeah, there is still a lingering effect from him having this virus. So we're going to learn yeah, a lot
2: he, in the next couple of years. Yeah, he's regularly us. using an inhaler. Like I mean, he, like that's a problem when you when you're playing at the level that he plays at. No now, doubt. And this is coming from a Sixers fan, like I was watching that Sixers game when the Sixers were playing <laughs> the Celtics, and it's like, I, okay, great, okay, great, we won, but I want to win against like the A level like Celtics team, not like the C minus Celtics team. I
1: just like that both of you guys are like. So yeah, you know, Jason Tatum might die, and <laughs> I'm a Sixers fan, so <laughs> it takes a lot for me to admit that this man.
3: Could be dying. Hey, I'm not telling him to go out there and play every night. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's not my call, man.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. just his self interest. Yeah.
3: Also, uh, okay. Well, I guess let's wrap up uh, this locker room experience. Jamel, you got any final thoughts for the week?
1: Um, you got you got to love the one you are with.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Solomon. Uh, I'll just say no to Julian Edelman. I decided no Julian Edelman Hall of Fame.
2: Uh, there it is.
3: David Rose, (laughs) Julian Edelman Hall of Fame: Yes or no?
2: No, that's just truth.
3: No, he doesn't belong in Hall of Fame. And three votes for no. I'm sorry, Jamel and uh, Randy. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, We'll be back every Monday at five PM. Sorry, Julian. Uh, and sorry for doing the show. Sorry. Well, thanks for listening.
2: Yeah, I just vote whichever way Daniel votes.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. How about it? <laughs> All right, yo, peace.